let me say that the political crinkle like the political big This is the news made us do this podcast. It's myself, Lex, here with my boy Ace. You're not middle class, you're not black white. Joy, one podcast at a time, discussing all things. Statistically, it looks like in London yeah. right now, yeah. this is predominantly a problem of young black teenage boys. Yeah. Welcome back to the News Made Us Do This podcast. It's myself, Lex, here with my boy Ace B. Um, Happy New Year. We've been away for a long time. Uh, Not that long, it's only been a month really, a month and a bit. Um, For our listeners from 2019 that have been rocking with us from the first podcast straight through to the sixth. Yo. And to any new listeners... Welcome to the news made us do this. That's right. So to any new listeners and to all listeners, just a refresher, you know, myself, Ace and Lex put this podcast, decided to uh, start this podcast because of real life values and real life incidents and events that we felt led us to thinking, let's fill this gap, not just because we were bored and thought, oh, I want something to do. We actually have um, some aims and some targets, you know, I thought just share some with you, you know, because our aim is kind of to be a medium between normal citizens and uh, political, politically literate, I guess, to try and like be that bridge just to change the engagement scene of politics, seeing as how I feel like we, we kind of felt like... Um, at times, mainstream media exclude exclude audiences by using words that aren't necessarily um, as well known as others. And, and includes, they're not inclusive. Yeah, you know, so we do really want to focus on making politics and information that is out there a bit more inclusive for more people, for more people involved in, in living, I guess, and that is for those that are alive. <laughs> Facts. And, you know, we also believe that just certain ideals, you know, like encouraging, like learning later on and throughout your whole of life. We just don't think it, learning is something that ever stops happening. So just as we are trying to preach this, we're also open to learning new things as well and definitely don't believe that we think, oh, we know all or we're the biggest experts. No, we're not. We're just the guys doing it. So if you want to get involved, always feel free to hit us up on our social media handles. That is... T-N-M-U-D-T underscore podcast that's T-N-M-U-D-T underscore podcast that's our Instagram handle uh, hit us up if we have any questions eh, anything just give just us hit a us up. yeah because you know we're people we want to hear from you too yeah so if you listen to our last podcast uh, uh, mid of this middle of December we discussed politics we discussed the general election uh, we've taken a conscious decision to not go over overview of that because I think you know people have probably been political politicized out. You know, Tory this, Boris Johnson that, Corbyn this, le- le- Labour leadership that, and you know what, politics isn't even life. Like no matter who they vote for, we are ungovernable. 
we we run up we rule ourselves so i don't want to delve into it too much obviously i got it wrong i think we both got it wrong i can't remember i can't remember why i even said now i have to go back and listen to it but yeah we kind of kind of assume that it will be a bit more split yeah a bit more even out and likely there'll be like a hung parliament yeah meaning that the um parliamentary body would be not would wouldn't be dominated by a single party but like Lex said, we definitely got it wrong as um, it was one of the biggest uh, majorities yeah. that uh, in, the last, in modern, day yeah, modern day politics, politics I guess. Yeah. yeah. So uh, big shout out to Boris Johnson for winning that election. I mean, as much as whether or not our personal differences are, whether we don't like him or not, he's still a uh, winner, you know, and yeah. he won the way he did. And that's just a fact of life. If we choose to ignore that, and I think that is... That's how you stand a losing team. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not no. that I support Boris, but I definitely shout out his victory, man. I don't ever like to look bitter, I look yeah. like a hater. Yeah, mm. no, fair enough. Um, yeah. And he's going to be leading Britain for the next uh, few years. Yeah, it's a yeah. mad thing. And, At uh, the moment, it seems quite weird because crime's gone up, homelessness gone up, poverty's gone up. And, and, um, and they've deported, um, they've they've deported, deported British, like, 50 British citizens back yeah. to the country they haven't been to since they were children. Since they were born, like, so, so. like, it's all a mad thing. You know, right but now. they do say it has to get worse before it gets better. No, they do say that. Yeah. They do say that. So we'll see what happens. I'll play that. devil's advocate, by the way. <laughs> really, my heart hurts. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we'll, we'll, see what, we'll see what happens with all that. Yeah. But yeah, man. So, um, yeah, I was just thinking as well, like, I don't know about you, but I'm really grateful to everyone that's actually listened to us because I've I've got like a lot of feedback, and slightly I do know about it, yours. Is I just thought you could put input yeah. in that side, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just no, want to shout out everybody that has actually hit me up to yes. say, "Yo, boogie, yeah, this thing you're doing here is lit, it's lit, and it's necessary, and it's necessary." Yeah, the love has been like I can't even explain it. Like it's amazing. Like people I haven't spoken to in like years. Yeah, hit me up like, "Yo, bro." Like I, I saw your thing through this and that, mm-hmm. and like I'm, I'm, lo- I'm loving it. Like people hit me up like, "Yo, when's the next one?" Like proper, like yeah. wanting the content. I'm like, right, like it's, cool. That's that's the love we needed. It's like know? wow, yeah, that's yeah, it, yeah. No, definitely. Like you know, irrespective of anything, we're all gonna keep going. Anyway. Caught me off guard. Yeah, we're yeah. all <laughs> caught me off guard. Though all the love, like yeah, the love, I've yeah. been going to my barber shop and then like my barber and then customers hitting me up. People that I haven't seen in a while, just through the conversation I've been having, they'll be like, "Oh wow, that's your podcast." Yeah, it's like yeah, well you know it. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When's the next episode coming out? Because obviously we've been on a bit of a hiatus yeah. just to begin a new year. And it was, it was quite surprising. Yeah. And then um, also just the fact that now when we kind of search uh, the news on the Apple podcast, the podcast kind of gets suggested and comes up straight away, which it's is, dope. yeah, it's, it's nice. Like the numbers in that, um, uh, it's just incredible, honestly. Like, you know, the, the engagement, the amount of people, like how... Until you do something like this, you know, put yourself out there. You do like a podcast or, uh, I don't know, a, a vlog or whatever. You don't really realize you how, don't know how it's far-reaching your engagement ca- is. It can be. Yeah, like, yeah. We were just looking at our engagement, like the countries we've reached. It's like, <laughs> wow, like it's incredible. Like, yeah. Honestly, certain so, countries yeah. I haven't even been to. Li- yeah, literally, I haven't even like, been to some of the yeah, countries. Yeah, yeah. I think most of them. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, so it's I've only crazy. been to like a. F- I've not. It's not. That I'm not world traveled or you never want to world travel. I just think that this podcast is more world traveled than. Yeah, uh, than it's us. crazy. So yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah, it's powerful, man. That's lovely. So yeah, just a big thank you to everyone again. You know. Yeah. And, and like another call out to everybody as well is that as well as the feedback which is definitely appreciated this podcast is its aim is kind of to build more engagement into politics and build more understanding and inclusion in politics so if there's anything in particular that you're, you you want to hear and has come to your mind right now as I'm speaking please 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 
send a DM, you know, hit us up on Instagram, let us know what it is, and then it's likely that we'll add it to our roster of topics to, to discuss whether or not we give it a full segment or, you know, touch up for 15 minutes, it will definitely be heard. And, you know, if you feel like you have an expertise on something that you want to discuss to the wider audience, feel free to hit us up, you know. We'll definitely want to use our platform to spread more, spread more truer, clearer information, you know. And that, that can be of use to a society that kind of is, um, I say, in line with our ethos and our aims. So, yeah. Confident. <laughs> nah, listen. I would have played this, but I don't think you can play original. You can't play original music. Yeah, you the... can as long as it's not over. Not original music. Seconds. Sorry. Oh, don't tell me. Regardless. Seconds. Yeah, yeah. Nah, you know it's gonna sound cool. funny. Yeah, it's gonna sound funny. No, nah, it's cool. It. This is it. You've heard it already. Yeah. Uh, we just played it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. We played it. I'm gonna play it. You know what I'm gonna do? That. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna touch oh, it up yeah, on yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. listen, I for for, for, for all right. So anyway, Queen and Slim. For those who haven't watched it, we implore everyone to go watch it. Great movie. Uh, Boogie watched it a couple of weeks ago. I watched it very recently. Um, great movie. People call it the modern day Bonnie and Clyde. It's, 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 it's kind of like that. Some sorts, I guess, you know, as a couple that are escaping the law. Uh, on the run. On the run. Remind me of Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yeah. As well. Jay-Z yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, honestly, like, Oh, the film uh, is just black and it's beautiful and it's mm-hmm. just black and it's black and black. Like, it's black it's on black crazy. on black on black and a real reality oh, of yeah. where black people actually know how to live in a civilization on theirs. Yeah. And even though it definitely didn't have like, it wasn't all of that civil talks, it was a great insight to seeing, you know, black culture in a way that hasn't necessarily been perceived in that way. Yeah. Like, seeing, like, there's so much parts of the film I want to touch on, but first of all, yeah, let's start on I think what shows that on the culture of the, or, the, the movie, of yeah, the, like just the culture that was shot. I don't know. Where do you want yeah, to well, start? Yeah, well, yeah, we can start with the. I think again, like it's the film was. You. I feel the film was very well. Like what I was looking for when, <laughs> when I was watching it was uh, the dialogue and stuff. Yeah, and the screenwriting. Well yeah, like I love that yeah. screenwriting. I Honestly, was, I, I love the screenwriting. Great. Yeah, I thought um, it was Lena Waithe, Waithe yeah. uh, who wrote it. Um, I've actually, I've, I know she's quite popular in a lot of like American sitcoms and stuff. I think she was in. I might get it wrong. I think she was insecure, maybe, or she was in. Um, potentially, we can actually check. Uh, potentially, that out. I think yeah. she might have even been on a uh, Orange Is the New Black. I'm not too sure. Yeah. Um, I actually personally haven't watched her. I haven't. Kind of she acts as well. Yeah. Uh, but I thought the screenwriting. I thought the. the I the, think the it was phenomenal. Was good. Yeah, I, I loved the initial interaction when they were met in the cool. diner. That 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 dialogue, yeah. Like as they met in the diner, but the dialogue leading up to the overall incident. Yeah. I think that was masterful. The reason why it is, is that having not known what the film was about yeah. when I first entered to go watch it, the dialogue never gave anything away either, initially. It kind of just felt like 
God, this is interesting. This is a relatable circumstance as well. They've met kind of like on through so on an app, yeah, 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 dating, which is very modern. And I felt like of recent, maybe in the last year or so, people are, writers are starting finally starting to understand how to add modern culture into movies. Whereas before, when they started bringing in like mobile phones and stuff into movies, they were highly focusing on emojis and bouncy. Everything was so funny, you know. But they made the screenwriter made it so natural. You know, we met on Tinder. You know, yeah. kind of like. Do you know what I liked that about awkwardness? What, but yeah, still flawed. They definitely show that awkwardness and stuff. What I liked about it also is that, uh, especially again, this is spoiler alert. So yeah, if it's you're all going to be a spoiler. It's all going to be a spoiler. Yeah, yeah so, content yeah. review. So it's content review. <laughs> but um, what I liked about the initial uh, uh, meeting with, um, and again, this is uh, if you haven't watched it. Yeah. You don't even get their name until the end of the movie because I was thinking to myself, what are mm-hmm. their names? Yep, you don't. So Queen obviously is, is was the the woman and Slim was the man. Yeah. Uh, played by Daniel Kaluuya and who played uh, Queen again? I know she was a British. Jodie Turner well. Smith. Jodie Turner Smith. Yeah. Um, both British actor actors. Phenomenal. Which caused some controversy in America, but it is where it is. Like you know, you know, like they're actors, they can play anybody. Like so, it is where it is. But um, back to the dialogue. Yeah. What I liked was, so, she's a lawyer. Yeah. I like that she she's upset that you know she had um, one of her clients had died recently on death row. Yeah. I feel that's really important because mm-hmm. you think to yourself, why would they run away? Why don't they just go, you know, have their day in court for the crime that they committed? But they know if they do get convicted, they they're in a state where the um, uh, the death penalty is legal, yeah. so they'll just get killed anyway. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. better for them to run. So I thought that was very important to put that in there because. Me, I'm looking like when I was watching it, I was thinking to myself a little bit like, oh, I didn't know how to fight the case. The video evidence is there, you know, they have a justifiable case. Because yeah. I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of it from that sort of yeah. angle. But then obviously, initially, I was that, thinking that as well. I was thinking, why run when you're a lawyer and there's a dash cam evidence yeah, of what happened? That's what why I'm run? But you know, again, but, it's, all, it's, it's going back into the whole thing about with black man and black woman will never get a fair trial in America, let's be honest. Yeah. Like, you know, with all the shit that's happened recently with the cop killings of you know, innocent black people or black people just going about their daily lives. Which was so important to me. That's why I was so Thinking important. that, yeah, like, no matter how much you comply, the screenwriting showed, no matter how complicit you are, yeah. whether, if you're black and have human emotions and respond in any way, I guess then, it's saying there's no opportunity for fairness. Yeah. For patience. Yeah. The chance to actually do things in a way where you think it will be better. And the screenwriting, again, emphasise that so much because I believe that they were asking themselves and each other like what do we do how do we approach this asking themselves we should turn ourselves in at one point I think both of them went through that idea at at different stages of the film nah I think it was uh, Slim Slim was just ready to turn himself in Queen is definitely the driver of the movie in terms of like driving the whole fact that they're trying to escape like she was just like yep nope Mm -hmm. we're gonna drive to New Orleans we're gonna go meet our uncle we're gonna do this that like Someone's just like, man, let's just turn ourselves in. The like. thing is, what is even more remarkable is that Slim is saying let's turn ourselves in. He is the one that is actually in danger of being persecuted. Because he actually, being, yeah. Yeah, he's going to commit the crime. Exactly. Queen actually didn't do anything. Exactly. And she would not, nor would she be seen as an accomplice. Exactly. If anything, she would be seen as the only victim yes. of that case. And there would have been their only chance of actually finding some sort of freedom. That's actually, you know what's crazy? I actually didn't even think about that. It's true. Because she did nothing wrong, She's a, so she would have been convicted of anything. Yeah. 
if, if funny thing is, if like you know, if it, let's say alternative movie that they've you know decided to turn themselves in or call the police or whatever, yeah, she would have probably been his lawyer in the yeah. trial and stuff, exactly, and all this kind of stuff. So that would be quite, that would have been a different kind of movie, but yeah, kind of where I saw it heading, if anything, mm-hmm. and like once again, I think that the screenwriting done so well because you could see that this isn't the life that he wanted to live at all, no, but it was a life that sl- that Queen was prepared to live, yeah. You know, and then that coming together, you can see she didn't bring this, nor did he. Yeah. The instigator was fully the cop, who had also previous. Yes. As well, which, which is important as movie, well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Again, the way that they dropped that in, I like that, it's yeah. like there were so many subtleties with with like n- like with like significant implications yeah. in the role to play. You know, because honestly, I didn't feel sorry for the cop at all, but I can imagine there had been people, audiences. Uh, of particular demographics that would watch it and said oh that was a bit haste why would they kill him for yeah but once you learn the information that he has killed someone before especially when they say that he killed uh, i think a, a black man taking his daughter to school or something yeah like bro like f that cop like, i didn't really care like i was out gassed when that happened but, <laughs> yeah yeah know, but for him to like shoot first as well and stuff because i Obviously, I knew what the movie was going to be about before I went to oh, watch okay. it. I did, yeah. but I didn't know how it was going to happen. Because I was even very, I was more taken aback at the pacing of the movie. Yeah. How fast it escalated. It how quickly escalated it escalated. so fast and at some points. But I felt like it actually had to escalate that quickly for the film to actually to begin. Be, to begin. Because, like I said, yeah. having not known the film or what it was about, and I went in for like a a pre pre release of the film to go watch it early on in the year, so there wasn't even that much critic critic yeah. release or reviews it was like and there wasn't yeah much um of the marketing campaign hadn't been as direct yeah. as it had been as the a week to for example a week before release and yeah. whereas i watched it about two weeks before it was released yeah. i had literally no idea so that slow pace in the beginning and then the way that they changed it so quickly instigating the whole on the run narrative phenomenal mate and then from there it almost seemed as though the film was ending and then another prop again to the comic relief was the when they began their journey, their first encounter with society outside of their journey after realising exactly the impact of exactly what they had done was comic relief and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was phenomenal. They were hungry. They wanted to get something to eat and then they ran into this kid. The kid then essentially brought in his father. He was so funny. They were speaking about it like... In modern times, you know, though it made it seem like it was very normal. A situation for, you know, the two people involved was very intense. And, you know, like Queen and Slim carried that intensity with them fully and there was no chance between any of them to have comic relief because how can you be making a joke at that point? So when the introduction of um, the kid and his uncle came into the show, came into the film, you could see that this film was very layered and very textured, you know, and it definitely helped break away the seriousness and the pain of uh, of it being a film about just, again, another police, another police shooting down an innocent black man. Obviously, the roles were reversed, but it definitely helped straight away unsour it and help you to just really look at the context from a wider point of view rather than the sole subjective. I mean, the input of that comic relief, I won't lie, the tension in the cinema was lifted immediately. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? It needed to be, you know, it yeah. Needed, yeah, went a bit to um, Chubby's. Yeah. Um, no, it needed to be t- lifted because um, a film like that, obviously, you need to have comic relief in the film. Yeah. Like, you can't have just intense 
drama throughout. Like, you know, it needs to be lifted. I mean, at um, times, some films, thrillers... I'm trying to think of a film... Yeah. No, you know, you're, you're, you're right. I'm just trying, I'm trying to think of a film I've watched quite recently where there's just never... Big comic just, relief. No yeah, get like, 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 everything's just been... Yeah, most thrillers are kind of like that. Like, I can't... Yeah, yeah, This is right. true to black culture and the fact that we can go through tense time and then and have comic laugh. relief 100%. and still laugh through it while still... It having that impeding doom you know it was very relatable i hardly really see that in um other films of thriller for the narrative yeah and most times the comic relief come in action films i've yeah. not really seen thriller being used in such a way in like a comic relief being used in, in the thriller like yeah yeah you know I mean? no it's true um one thing one thing also that i really i thought I, 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 again i definitely want to give a shout out to daniel Kaluuya and jody turner smith for their performances i thought they were both incredible, phenomenal, in phenomenal in their performances. Um, obviously, hold that Daniel, because obviously Cheryl definitely put something in them patties. Um, <laughs> That's a school reference. Yeah, Daniel went to school cause, cause, to the same school as uh, yeah, Mr. Lex. Because honestly, like it was just on point. Like I'm again. I think the whole debates about you know, uh, oh whether you know black British people should play African Americans and all this kind of stuff. I just end now because again, like I said, it's acting. Like you, you could play whoever you want to play. Like uh, uh, honestly, you know, bloody Chadwick Boseman played an African king. Uh, uh, you know, Will uh, Smith played a Nigerian doctor. Yeah, terribly, but no. he played a Nigerian. A lot of doctor. Americans play African exactly. characters with so, no African, no but, like African, direct, yeah, exactly, direct, no direct connection. connection yeah. to Africa. So, or yeah. having never visited Africa until exactly. the filming. It would be different know. if, you know, you told me, oh, yeah, you know, Will Smith spent And that's what acting is. Acting is portraying a character. It's not necessarily portraying yourself. So more time, you've got to, if anything, I give credit to people that portray other cultures well when I mean, it's far alien to their cultures. Exactly. You know, that's a universal thing as well, gen just generally speaking. Do you know what? Another thing that was really great about the movie, though, because the people that they encounter on their way, the, the you, you take a little bit you like you're obviously weary about everyone so like one of the first people they encountered that sheriff the white guy yeah the sheriff and he was obviously willing to help them before he found out who they were and stuff so you know you, you and he did help them he did help them to be fair yeah. he did help them to be fair um and i wouldn't even call him a bad character because you could probably rank you could probably if you had to, had to put them in a list of bad and good characters yeah okay so sheriff you wouldn't say he's a bad character of course he was he, i think if they were if the um, queen wasn't so quick thinking he would definitely would have tried to arrest them or something i'm yeah. sure but she had to put them in he put man in the boot so it was peak for him um uh the 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 white couple they went to go stay with the cousin the uncle's friend from the army yeah they were big good characters even though the wife was a bit of an op but she held it down at and the end. she was more real as well and she was more real though. Was more authentic she was but like, she held it down yeah though. um but the guy that let me down the gold tooth brother. I didn't even mm -hmm. know. I didn't even pick up his name. I'm not even too sure what his name was in a role in the in the film, but yeah. He just let us down because when he came to take them to the aeroplane or the helicopter, I should say the charter plane. Yeah, the charter plane. Uh, yeah, that's your plane, wasn't it? The yeah. charter plane. Like again, spoiler alerts. But like, if you watch it and you you see him and he's calm and he's funny and then he says the whole thing. I about, don't think he has a name in this. Nah, that's what I like such a as small well. Role. Yeah, it's more role. Because you know, it wasn't a small role. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a, a large role, role. But then they minimalized his role yeah, by yeah, not yeah, using names, true. and that that's is true. another good technique. But like, they didn't use names, like well, their the absence, names, yeah, especially used. their names. That's exactly. what I loved yeah. about that. Yeah, I loved about that. Yeah, because you just don't know their names, which yeah. is great. I believe the actor's called Bertrand E. Boyd second okay, that played cool. the the last up. He's an up dog. Yeah, because what he does is he takes them to the chartered plane. 
you, you know, know and then there's see the, the film uh, see the see film, the film. see the film see the film but uh, yeah everyone yeah. that knows I watch it I know they're vexed as well so and it's like who, a, it really be your own people where who who do you believe is the worst guy in the film the, the who's the most the biggest villain the biggest, the biggest villain, villain. Uh, one thing I want to say is what I like about the film as well they didn't put a face to the federals, the, the police. Yeah. And you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, you know, they you didn't have like, like a lead you know, like, agent. Say it off. Yeah. They have that. Have you watched Say It Off with um, Queen Latifah and Jada Pinkett Smith? Um, I can't recall. I don't, oh, yeah. It's a great movie. But okay, you know these kind and of films. All films. North, yeah, all crime all films. crime films. All crime films. Have a main head detective. And you know, he's really trying to get a bad guy yeah. or the person that done the wrong, yeah. This didn't do that because they don't matter. The people that matter are the people that are that the, being community. Kept, the, the community. The people that they've affected, the people that have committed this. Yeah. I'm not going to call it a crime this act yeah. and they're the one they're the face yeah, definitely a about. crime by the way definitely well, a crime I would well, never well. promote what has happened in the film it was self defence it, it was self defence yeah. it was self defence but you know that's yeah. Yeah, again again, you know? The, the facts can be skewed either way mm-hmm. that's the thing so that's why again that's the premise of why they ran yeah. because they know they probably wouldn't have got a fair trial and, and they could be skewed either way a, a, a police officer has been do you know what picking up here on what you just said about how they didn't put a face to the federal agents yeah. I would say the main by doing that they allow people to think so who is at fault here yeah. they allow you to kind of see who is pursuing them it's the federal state yeah. it's the state and not just the state as in just the government branch it's the community yeah. which also makes up the state exactly. and then you could see which agents within the state were were doing what for who you know because then you could see that even when they went into the that 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 unique kind of like what would i call that what would you call that um in the jo- in town of georgia how would you tavern was that what you call well, a the, tavern the club the jazz bar oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah the, that, that yeah, jazz yeah. tavern playing yeah, country yeah, yeah. music yeah you know that authentic scene seeing like a guy that's like drake's dad you know, just yeah. singing ah. country. It was cold, country though. That was a good music, scene. I like yeah. that scene. It yeah. kind of, in today's day and age, I'm sure a lot of people associate country music with, with not with the black community and wouldn't really understand no. that that there's still communities and cultures that, that yeah. are the within a black Southern community cultures, that do yeah. really that do have a big big like for country music. Yeah. You know, and and it and you could see how identity was challenged there, in a lot of things even with the officer that allowed the two of them to um, yeah. you know get away towards their final death out yeah but, but he still yeah, but he, he still, still caught full blind eye full unprofessionalism I might add yeah but he definitely turned a blind eye which uh, was at the time in the cinema we uh, I, I definitely instigated some clapping do you know I what do you know what it was yeah because that, that scene especially I thought that was a really good one as well because I'm like when I, when, I, when that was happening I was thinking oh this guy's gonna be a prick he's gonna shout all this kind of stuff's gonna like you know it's gonna make them get caught but then it's like it, it, what I love about the film it makes you question all these things so many like, things what is he is he a black man first or is he a police officer mm-hmm. first what is he and this happens you know? and they give us the opportunity twice and with so many roles because if you look at that um, is he a black man or a police officer first I guess in that scene he was a black man first that's what he was in the scene previous he was to, a police officer not him but the other cop that got killed by the kid yes was a police, police officer, officer in that kid's eye yeah. and you know what did you think of that scene I ain't like the kid pissed me off I don't know yeah. why he had to shoot my man because one think he pissed off a the lot police of officer was being cool as well he wasn't being a very yeah. good man but like, little man get out of here like yeah. it's crazy and he the kid felt like obviously the, the 
the emotions just got to a head and then he just did something I thought was ridiculous and he killed the, again I think it's a very he important sealed his own and fate. colour is very is important in these films in, 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 in the film as well because he killed a black police officer and I think that's very important because one he got a black police officer who was essentially being helpful to him saying like look like you're angry but get away from it it's crazy it's going to kick off get away from here and the kid's just angry shouting at him whatever and he shoots him kills him dead and that really and again that also led to them get being caught as well because then the kid's father told police that oh yeah they came over here in a blue Cadillac or whatever it was and that's obviously got the federal agents um, onto their tail again and I just felt like the kids the kid you know it's, what, yeah. it's frustrating because it, it re- that scene really that scene really pissed me off when he did that I was yeah. like why did you do that for you know that scene even recording it now and that that scene really did it emotionally erupted me yeah. mainly because yeah for me that scene was one of the most the best scenes of the film like okay. a lot of people did not like that scene and that helps me to even know how much how great and important that scene was yeah. because what it was was a ref of confusion and it was showing the chaos in confusion in perception what I liked like, about it though is that they did it in, in tandem with the sex scene as well yeah. that's what I did like about it and that oh, you see what and you can see that that was a climax. Yes. And that's what it is. It is that the fact that two forces are rubbing against each other, community, and in this case, the policing of the community by the police officers. Yeah. We've seen two different types of policing here. Yeah. From two different types of people. Yes. With the same conclusion for both officers. Whether or not you're protecting or, at the end of the day, in this case, Policing, or yeah, and this policing yeah. or abusing your your oh, right. Yeah, the police's life is in danger yeah. here, you know. Yeah. And then, the police officer is also a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Then it showed me the fact that okay, as an adult, you might understand a bit more of what's going on in the community, a bit more support for certain causes in terms of this infamous cause and supporting them. But as a child, impressionableism. That kid believed that they were heroes and legends. The father turned to spend a day with them, mm. remember, where he, where he was openly idolising them. Mm. And they kind of did tell him to chill out a bit, live his best life. But the impact of conversation and media on children, yeah, of course in his mind he seemed right. He was in pain. He was felt like his whole community is at, at, he's at, he doesn't have a future in his eyes. And in his eyes, he said that it's alright if you die to them because you're already immortalised I believe he said that to the Queen and Slim he did say that yeah and think about the role of that then leading to the implications of his actions to then commit that then commit that act it's like the symbolism of that of that of that scene to me was phenomenal that, that, that for me captured all the pain all the confusion all the chaos and the realization that this is beyond race yeah and it's also beyond age as well in terms of a generation at this point yeah it's definitely a certain race and demographic that have been targeted and treated in a certain way because yeah this happens a lot to the black community in america however the poison of the role of the of, of of police in the community yeah is where for me the root is it's interesting you said that uh, it's um, uh, it's 
avoided, not avoided, but like you said, age isn't age isn't a factor. Yeah. Because remember, if you remember, there was a scene where um, when the the mechanic who happened to who was a young boy's father. Yeah. Said, um, "Why are you not trying to get away so fast and all this kind of stuff?" And the, and the father basically said, I, "I like I know who you guys are." Yeah. And. Uh, uh, Slim was like, "Oh, you know who we are. Why not give us a, dis- a discount or something?" Yeah. Because he charged him some exclusive price. Yeah, exactly. And the father was like, "I don't agree with what you lot are doing." Yeah. You lot should have just and that's that's uh, a generational thing. Can you see? Because if you think about it, that even if really we even if, if even if we take it back and bring it back to London, England. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of our listeners and I know I can say for myself, my personal life, my my parents and older older generation are all about this being subordinate. And yeah. being the oh, I just listen to you know authoritative authoritative figures and all that kind of stuff. We're not really questioning um, status quo, status what's quo going and all on that kind of stuff. Present and okay. how other people are being exactly again different ways of looking at it. Some people are like, oh, they're being submissive. Some people are like, they're just trying to keep you safe because they know that these people are crazy. Mm-hmm. So they're just trying to keep you lot safe. So when the father said to him, "Oh, what you lot should have just you know taking your ticket, whatever, whatever," obviously not knowing the facts yeah. of the actual what happened, or well, not wanting to hear it, not, well, not really wanting to hear yeah, it. Yeah, because video generation clear. and generationally. I'm sure that they probably look at the younger generations as exactly. a nuisance. And then when you look at the younger generation, and then you have this young man, and that young boy was young as well. I yeah. don't know how old he was, the actor was, but about he, 12. He, in he looks in young. Role, he looked, yeah, yeah probably 12, 12, yeah, 12 to 15 12 to, or so. Yeah. Um, and he's young, and he's hot, and he's heated up, mm-hmm. and he's angry, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely over 12 because he had to go through puberty to have all that anger. You'd think so. Yeah, yeah, 100%, yeah, yeah probably you would think so. Definitely puberty time, yeah, yeah, probably yeah, yeah, 13. Yeah, 13 to 15 for sure. So, yeah, so like. angry. That was that was very um, that was very interesting. So, you know, to to show that the disparity of that too. So there's a lot of a lot of like there's a lot of disparities between all these um, figures and stuff. And again, even the fact that you know when um, Uncle uh, uh, what was the uncle? What was the uncle called? Um, um, uh, uncle Earl. Uncle Earl. Yeah. Even Uncle Earl said, you know, go to you know go stay at my friend's house. Uh, we served together. Yeah. Even the disparities of that was interesting. Of serving well. in the military, yeah. Both of them served in the military. Yeah. Obviously, you had one, one, you know, one uh, uh, ex ex serviceman yeah. who was living a very middle class life, and you know, and in lovely. Suburbs, I don't know yeah. what in the burbs. Yeah. And you have Uncle Earl who's living in a, I don't know what to call it a whorehouse, but yeah. you know, a, a, a house with. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that because they, they weren't really clear if they yeah, were they like clear prostitutes their role, or yeah. Not. But you know, he looked like he was a pimp or something. I love that very, film. You know, it was a great film. I'm gonna watch it again. They were vague where they need to be vague and specific where they need to be specific. They were vague when they need to be vague and specific. And they were slow when they need to be slow and fast, fast when they need to be, be fast. fast. Like hundred percent. It was, you know what? Yeah, honestly, that it was a film. It's such a good film. I definitely not, watch it again hundred percent. Bro, let me just you know, even forget, the visuals are important, mm-hmm. but the soundtrack the was soundtrack. amazing. Wow, though, man, the soundtrack was amazing it like, felt like a disney adult film because of how perfect <laughs> it was do you get what i'm trying to say like, i know what you're saying i know what you're saying but the soundtrack was but like when the film ended and you heard you heard lauren's vocals and you're thinking what what what, what lauren's song is this because lauren's only has what okay he has two yeah. albums kind but of. still one studio album one yeah. one um live album live album yeah and you're thinking what song is this and then you go and you, you know i shazam that shit straight mm-hmm. away you clock it's a new song like lauren yeah. hill so it's dope man no soundtrack promo was, no promo yeah. surely promo mm-hmm. lauren hill but it's dope. Um, this is what brings me to now. If we're going beyond the film and the soundtrack and everything else and the release and stuff and the controversy before it, it didn't get an Oscar nomination. It was snubbed by all the major uh, film um, award award shows. Yeah. And I thought personally that it came out at the wrong time. That's why it got snubbed. Yeah. 
but it came, I checked and it definitely came out at the right time, time to be picked up yeah. or to be nominated at least. Yeah. Okay, cool. It might not have been nominated for a... Uh, listen, it didn't get nominated for nothing. To be honest, I think that with these Academy Awards and whatnot, yeah. they've really started to lose their appeal. It does. It, they're it losing because of they're not acknowledging reality. They're not. They're in a disillusioned state and I think that this is definitely another story. This is definitely yeah, another, story, another story. Um What I want to say though on that is, again, it doesn't validate nothing anyway. Yeah. It was probably one of the best films that came out last year. Better than, I don't know what the other films got. It came out this year, you know? Oh, shit. Did it come out this year? Yeah. No, in America it came out last year. I think. Okay. Oh, did I think it? For, yeah, yeah, I think in the UK it came out this year. Yeah, it came I out think, in 2012 for us in the yeah. UK, January 31st. So, yeah, it's out in cinemas now in the yeah. UK. Definitely go watch that. Yeah, so yeah, they, them, them things don't validate the film because the film's a great film. I'll definitely go watch that. I think it's a, it's a, it's, it's, I'm going to, I'm going to say it now. I think it's up there with the say offs and the, the, the paid and fools. It's one of the best films I've and, seen. Uh, yeah, it's great. In movie. life, in life. Great, in it's life. not a great black movie, it's yeah, a great, great movie. movie. Yeah, that's, I, I, for me, it's out of any box. Yeah, it's, it's just it's a great like movie. This content here, Queen and Slim, yeah. wow. There's only one. Um, because I'm such a nitpicky yeah. picking thing up in films yeah one thing that I was trying to make, get my head around is um, when he goes into one of the stores he sees a mugshot of her himself and the girl in the paper yeah. so when the hell did they get those mugshots um, the picture the boy took no 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 that's before oh. that these are proper mugshots oh that, proper mugshots yeah, yeah. Like, when the hell did they get that but that's obviously yeah, that's yeah. not that's the way I they get that but yeah, yeah but yeah. bar that though Again, I'm not gonna say. I don't, I don't have any facts. That's quite it. a good, good. But, yeah, good spot, put, yeah. Oh, what's that? But, yeah, um, yeah. But sick movie. Like honestly, oh, it's such a good movie. I can't explain. It. The styling of it was good. The styling. Like, oh my god. Everything was just sort of swag. The, the dancing. The dancing. The courtship. The courtship. You've seen the, the 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 relationship blossom. Yes. Seen the dynamics, the reality of it. Yes. Not all fairy tales, glitz and glamour. There's one bit of the dialogue. Yeah, I don't know if anyone else picked this up, but there's one bit where they, when they're driving. This is before obviously the shooting and stuff. And uh, he's got playlists. Obviously, you know the man that make a playlist with yeah. their baby. Yeah, like, yeah. And she's looking at through the playlist, and she's like, "Oh, what well, you got? Uh, in a sentimental mood by John Coltrane. Good yeah. song. Listen to." Um, and he's like, and she was like, "Oh, did you know that before Love Jones or after?" And I don't know. I it just it's funny because it's like that's such a real thing to say in a movie. Like, yeah. If you picked it like up, like a real dialogue. It, it's real dialogue. The dialogue like, was so. It was authentic. well thought out. Yeah, I it was, it was well really out. authentic. Was well like, out. It was really so authentic. No. It's leading dialogue in my. In my how often? Yeah. How often? Definitely, uh, yeah. Lena, Lena, Lena Waithe. I yeah. thought it was a good, good, really good dialogue. Man. I think Lena Waithe. She's very talented. Yeah, like very her talented. screenwriting skills are remarkable. And also, I think one of the most, the best modern screenwriter right now, if anything, because that dialogue of engagement of each individual character, how they came across, why they would come across like that, why they would say what they need to say in order to cause what they, the desired effect for the film. Effortless, breathtaking, phenomenal. Yeah, and also the film was inclusive as well because you know, set you know, Hollywood and whatever have been criticised for not being inclusive. This film was very inclusive. Mm -hmm. I was, when I was going through like, you know, IDMB and just checking you know the actors and stuff, one of the actresses was a transgender actress, and I don't think anyone would know that unless they yeah. actually checked one of Uncle Earl's girls. So yeah. you never actually know that until, unless you checked. Um, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was just a diverse set. It was just you know, it was just beautiful and black. Definitely, I would recommend everyone to go watch that. And if you have yeah. time, write into the academies and uh, question their thought process because, yeah, like, if this doesn't literally shout out award winning, 
then um, yeah. it should have been nominated for something. It should have yeah. been nominated for this best original screenplay, best. Yeah. I thought best. I thought best directing as well. Mm. I thought the film was beautifully shot. Yeah. So I think I think it should be nominated for a lot of stuff. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. The Oscars don't validate no one anyway, though. So exactly. it doesn't matter. So it is what it is. But yeah, great movie. And great. Yeah. great. Yeah, man, it hit me hard. It, it, it was a tough one. Kobe, uh, Kobe Bryant. Um, I think for me, someone that was never good at football, so I had to find a sport to be good at. Unfortunately for me, basketball came natural. So taking an interest in basketball, Kobe Bryant, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't well, I was born to, to, to see Jordan play, but Jordan wasn't really active like that when I was growing up. So Kobe's the guy, you know. Yeah. Um, At one point, I used to think that he was Michael Jordan. Yeah. I, again, when I was younger. And it's, it's, it's crazy when you watch all these yeah. and stuff. Everyone's always like he was trying to be like Jordan. Yeah. So like it does. There's nothing. It's a shock, like to think that. Um, like. Yeah, man. Honestly, like it spun me though. Like I've I, like I've tweeted this several times. It spun me. It takes, it, you know, I hate that in fact it takes the death of someone so, of that magnitude, of that, that, that standing. Like, you know, Kobe's not someone I think about every day and definitely wasn't someone I thought about every day in my life. But it's one of them ones, when, when someone like that passes, you're like, wow. Like, death can literally come to you at any time, any moment, anywhere, any place, in any sort of way, like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man, it is. It's weird, like because him passing almost touches like a family member passing, yeah, close friend passing. You know, I wouldn't say that I was an obsessive fan, no. someone that idolized, fully kept up with everything. I would say that I'm a person that Kobe was part of my life, yeah. part of kind of my upbringing and the fact that he was definitely early representation for me of a, of a successful black man on TV. Yeah. You know, somewhat like saw myself having an opportunity because of him, because seeing what he's doing, as corny as it is, it definitely helped me to dream, like, to let me know that there is something eventually for me as an adult, eventually when I become one. When I was a child, that was like, as a child, you, you, you never know where things are going to go, essentially. And growing up for the earlier part of my life without, like, my, my, my pops around, you know, I'd often look to, like, other adult male figures to think, hmm, what, what, what is it I can do? What is it that's going on? Seeing this guy smiling, winning, <laughs> winning, <laughs> being some effortless oh. champion, like effortless champion is that he was winning but he, he was not he didn't seem like a, some try hard on the court mm. he just seemed flawless it was like because of the training he did off yeah. the court and that's the thing like you know watching like so I feel like I've even prior to all this like, just looking at these videos like, these motivational videos and stuff 
and there's always Kobe like speaking over them and stuff like you got to train X amount you got to do this amount of hours and all this always stuff. telling you like, doing honestly, the time it was always every time he talks yeah to, about his every time he spoke a lot of times he would be like look here yeah, there's there's lit there's literal things to it it's not a mystic yeah I love that it, it seemed past ego it wasn't ever oh I was more like this no. I'm just a guy you know it was, yeah. it's so like yo do you if you really want this I'm actually going to give you the the recipe for the sauce yeah, 100% you know what that I mean mamba, meta- mamba mentality like literally like he was really just oh man it's 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 a uh, it's a tough one because like everyone's always going to pass we know this everyone's going to die but his death was a tragedy obviously him passing then him obviously then his young 13 year old daughter passing and the other I think I believe it was five or six other people who passed as well other young people who passed family members fathers brothers you know it's it's um, it, it, it spawned me man it, it was a tough one it was a real t- it was a tough one it was a tough one it was similar to I, I could say the Nipsey Hustle sort of uh, situation that happened last year um, obviously I know some people personally that really really effed with Nipsey's music so for them it really hurt them like I said at the time like Nipsey wasn't someone I listened to religiously um, so it, it, it's a different sort of feel you know it had that kind of effect on the wide broad community and wide, the fact yeah. that you know his death was a global kind of globally felt yeah yeah. directly and to you know to to worsen the blow as well you know his his daughter passes with him like it's crazy man you know these kind of tragedies you know you can't ever prepare for you can only try and um understand them once they've happened and especially some a tragedy like this one where it's not like every single person is Kobe's family you can see that the connections humans have with each other they go beyond beyond just what someone does for you directly or who someone is in your life physically you know these role models and great people that serve a purpose through them being themselves in the in a in in a in a certain manner you know and what they represent and the people that they identify with it means something like his greatness wasn't just greatness for one thing it was greatness for all things in that i guess emulating trying to live in a great way was essentially his ethos and what he did and with his life being gone so so abruptly along with his daughters who was clearly grasping onto the torch that he was handing down clearly with both hands talented aiming for the top you know exposed to us in the media subtly as you know someone that he's proud of that that he's you know like it's um yeah because like you know it's not until the absence of someone that you really appreciate what they actually meant to not only culture but just the wider wider society in the world in general you know yeah um like even if you didn't watch basketball 
you knew who Kobe Bryant was. 100%. You know, like you felt Kobe, like you knew what he had done. Okay, you knew what he'd done as a, as a sportsman, but then also you admired and respected what he had done uh, in his other endeavours. So, you know, literally one year after retiring from NBA, which he played in for 20 seasons, he goes on to win Oscar. Um, you know, in his countless, countless videos and I think there's podcasts of him on and stuff of just him just being a motivator and just really the only thing he all he ever tells people is just work hard at your craft mm-hmm. like put the hours in like don't let anyone work harder than you and that's that's you know it's a simple it's a simple ethos when you actually say it like that but that's that was all he was trying to push mm-hmm. just work hard at your craft put the hours in you know don't let anyone outwork you and you will become the greatest and push and push yourself you know mm-hmm. so uh, you know and when when these things happen I think you just you think to yourself the questions I always put to myself is like what legacy do these people leave you know yeah and like you know like as sad as this is Kobe died at 41 super young yeah I think he had, he had him retired from the NBA for like three seasons maybe yeah so just, just getting his life just started his outside life of football, yeah. That's the irony as well. Like yeah. just getting his life outside started just, of just outside of basketball. You know, he spent twenty seasons in the NBA, so half his life has been spent working. Okay, obviously he's doing the, the sport that he loved, and obviously with that provided him with opportunity and stuff to obviously give his family the best sort of life they could possibly have. But just you know, in himself, you'd be thinking to himself like, "Wow, like I've been half my life working." And now this is the part of my life where I can literally just stay at home and just be with my kids and you know <laughs> nurture them, nurture, them nurture and the family, give them everything. And... Like I don't need to run off to practice. I don't need to do run off to games. Like I'm just there. And he thinks of what legacy did he leave? And obviously, the legacy he left is an, is an incredible one because even as you know, prior to this, we'll talk about um, off 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 the record. We'll talk about um, father fatherhood. Yeah. And what better person to to look at as a representation of fatherhood than Kobe Bryant you know honestly like like for someone that was so you know you know like in the whole realms of social media and stuff you see people obviously bashing on the future and stuff for not looking after his kids and all this kind of stuff yeah and, you know we're bigging up Russell Wilson and stuff and all this kind of stuff and again obviously these people need to be bigged up mm-hmm. but then Kobe's just there you know they're just phenomenally just like. loving up on these kids like and obviously like we both obviously say and said that's something that we're looking forward to in the future and that's definitely someone that you look to and you can aspire to be like wow like I just want to be there the way he is there and you know just be able to like be there and have that 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 influence on my children because obviously clearly had such an influence on his daughter Gigi because mm-hmm. she was literally like you know, mini Kobe, yeah. You know, he had no son. She was killing it with the you layups, know, you know. Literally. And now uh, I was even watching some. You know, there's a lot of these clips coming up now. And there was a, 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 a interview where he mentioned something about how one of his fans said to him, "Oh, it's a shame that um, you don't have a son to pass any legacy to." And he was like, "What do you mean? Yeah. Like, Gigi is my legacy. Have you seen her? There's nothing more than I could ever hope for, and it was not, and it's definitely yeah. like not far fetched at all, at all." Which, like I said, just makes the whole kind of situation so hard. Like, personally, I didn't really want to speak on it. But then I was just at home thinking to myself, like, 
why is it that I want, don't want to speak on it? And I thought, yeah, because it's so painful, it's so impactful. I wasn't personally in his life. I felt like I didn't want to disrespect his legacy, but then those intentions are pure enough for me to speak about it in that case. So speaking about it, I just won't be doing those things. And I recognise that, yeah, this is the mark of a great person. This is the mark of a great legacy that has been left by this person, you know? The ripple effect that we all have on each other is real. And this is the proof to show it. 100%, man. Like, for, for a man that's all the way in Los Angeles, uh, California, and a young brother from Hackney, London, England, like, the effects of how he lived his life are there. Because we always need positive role models. And, you know... And how great is it, like? How great? How how great is it to be such a role model to be remembered in this way? And this is it, like you know, and then you, and then you question everything that you do and you're doing as a person. Are you leaving the right legacy? Are you doing the right things to, to if you were to untimely, you know, as a past, um, can your life be looked at as a as 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 a standard of 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 good living or or just being but being the best you can possibly be you know um again it, it's uh, it's crazy because you look at it you think of oh you know you put your you're like oh I, ain't, you know, I could do more i could do better i could do this but any of those people in a helicopter would trade their lives with you in a minute mm-hmm. so, you know what i'm trying to say like 100 percent. Well, so it's uh yeah like i said it, it, it really really spun me like this 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 is you know, we've lost some big people over the last couple of years, like, you know, publicly and privately. But it's definitely one that has definitely hit me personally. And I reflect on a lot, especially, like I said, like, as the kind of guy he he was and the kind of, again, I don't know him personally, but the guy he portrayed himself to be. Um, you know, yeah, so it's incredible. Like, you know, he met his queen early didn't waste no time married her mm-hmm. you know had I think he has four be- had four, four beautiful kids with her um, you know yeah man it's just it's just it's a, it's, yeah it's a real shame real tragedy definitely one that's that's stung and um, all you could do now really when things like this happen you reflect on your own life I guess and then really just try to live take the take the the, the qualities that you admire the best qualities well, yeah. that you admire these people and just try to to live that through your life I guess and that's what you can really do that's the best way to to, to approach, uh, it, really. approach it and to to um, to um, not even grief that's not what I'm looking for but like to really uphold someone's legacy mm-hmm. you know so yeah that's really all I've got to say on that one yeah. but yeah it was a t- yeah, it definitely was a, t- a symbol to to live your life to the fullest to always keep in mind, you know, the impact that you leave on the people in your lives and around your lives and those that you interact with. Because at the end of the day, no matter how great we are and how amazing we are, we're all bound by the same fate, you know? Mm. And it's much more beautifully to be remembered as Kobe predominantly is remembered for, as well as his daughter who, who had, uh, unfortunately, her brief her life got caught cut short but still phenomenal people phenomenal impact you know?
Thank you for listening to our podcast, The Knees Made Us Do This. We are taking each step to replace Black Boy Joy and provide you with an alternative news source as well as commentary. We work full-time jobs and are looking to get much more experience, so we're aiming to release bi-weekly and increase as demand increases. Let us know what you think, give us feedback, like, share, promote. Peace. Follow us on IG. That's T-N-M-U-D-T underscore podcast. That's T-N-M-U-D-T underscore podcast. See you.